You would anoint Carl tonight as he preaches to us and brings the word. Pray that you would empower him with your spirit. That you would give us listening ears to hear and to obey. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you all for coming tonight. We're going to look at Gideon in Judges. So turn your Bibles to Judges 6, chapter 6. I'm going to read um, up to uh, 1 to 16. Again, Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. For seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of the Midians was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelter for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and other eastern people invaded the country. They camped on the land and moved the crops all the way to Gaza. We know about Gaza. And did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count the men and the camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried to the Lord because of the Midians, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I snatched you from the power of Egypt and from the hand of your oppressors. I drove them from before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak of Oprah that belonged to Joash in Abazarite, where son Gideon was threshing wheat in the winepress to keep it from him. Keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. But sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about when they said, Do not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hands of the Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go, go in thy strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. I am not sending you. I am, I am not sending you. But Lord, Gideon asked, how can I? I think we ought to circulate in our Bible. How can I? Save Israel. My clan is the weakest in Manassas. And the, I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you. And you will strike down all the Midianites together. i got to ask you, if, if you've ever been, if you felt inadequate, in your life doing things. I know when I was um, a kid, I was in baseball and little league, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you might not catch a ball or, you know, someone might play better than you and you feel like you're inadequate to hit the ball because, you know, they're hitting home runs, you know, and you get out there and you might strike out. Um, so, and there's others that, um, you know, that, that you are inadequate, you know, Asking a girl for a date. We remember when we, us guys, we asked a girl for a date and we, we got rejected, you know, so we felt kind of inadequate. We didn't feel, you know, that we could do this. 
Or how about being single? You know, you want to get married. Can I get married? Am I inadequate to do to get married? Can I, can I have children? Can I be a mother? And, um, and we just feel so, so much inadequacy sometimes. And this is, what, uh, this is why I pick up Gideon, because I think it shows Gideon the Lord was with him. And I'm going to look at this, um, I'm going to go through a few of the uh, passages that I kind of highlighted here. And um, so let's look at Gideon. I'm going to read um, verse 11. The angels of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Oprah. They belonged to Joash and Abizarite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared again, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. The Lord called him mighty warrior. Now, Gideon, he was just a farmer, you know, a little farmer. He, he, God called him a mighty warrior, so God must have thought he had potential. He must have thought that he, that God knew he had a future, that he was going to use Gideon. Um, but, um, you know, other people like the Israelites, and the um, and the many nights, if they if they knew that what what was going to go on with Gideon, what the Lord was going to do through Gideon, um, they would have they would have said, "You're a loser. You're nobody. You're a scared farmer. You're you're nothing. You're a nobody." You know. So God, um, you know, God knows his potential. That's why he called him mighty warrior. So how many of us think we're mighty warriors? And we can be a mighty warrior if, if we just listen and do and obey what God says. Now, I have a few things in here that I wrote down just you know, so I can remember here. But, you know, Gideon wasn't, he wasn't, um, you know, he didn't think of himself as a mighty warrior or a noble man. You know, I can, you know, God says, I can use him to shame the wise. Call him weak, but I, I use him to shame the strong. He is a nobody. To the world, that's why I will choose him. I will use him to notify, nullify the people who think that they are somebody. So, God can get the glory. God is going to get the glory when this is all said and done. Um, now I'm going to go to um, verse uh, 14. The Lord turned to him and said, Go on, go in the strength you have and, and save Israel out of Midian's hand. I, am I not sending you? You know, it says, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have. And that's what we need to do when we go out and we, when we witness to people. Let's go out in the strength we have. You know, um, I always, when I go out and try to witness, to, you know, I, sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard because, you know, you get Satan attacked to you and he tells you, you know, that you can't do this or you can't do that. But you know that you can do it if you let God work in you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you use um, His strength, you can, you can do it, you know. So go in your strength and He will give you strength to do the rest. Um, I'm going to put a 15. But the Lord gave me asked, How can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manassas and I am the least in my family. So Gideon thought he, you know, he wasn't much, you know, he wasn't much of anything. He thought he was the weakest, you know, and that he couldn't do this. God's asking him to do something that he can't do. He can't do it, but God can. God can do it, 
Sometimes you can't do the things that you just can't do. But you can do it if God works through you. If you let Him, if you let Him use you, you can do it. Um, now I got here that I'm going to read this up because I feel it's kind of interesting. I, I wrote it down. Um, if you feel inadequate in your life, you know, and it limits you, that's bad because it just you you can't be limited, and God cannot use you if you're going to be limited. But you know, it's a good thing if you realize that you need help from God, and He'll work through you. Then He will work through you. Um, now, most of us are, you know, we watch football, um, the Tigers, Detroit. Um, we're superstars. How about superstars? We don't need to be a superstar, do we? No. God can use us. We don't need to be a football player, a basketball player, um, any of those things. Um, God uses normal people, just regular people, you know, to get His glory. Now, um, King David, when Samuel was sent to anoint a king that would follow Saul, what did he do? Samuel went, and Samuel went and seen all these big farm boys, you know, tall farm boys. And he said, not him, not him, not him. He's looking for, which would have been King David, you know. Um, and he said, he says, um, you know, God doesn't look at our appearance or how our statue, how, our height and statue. He doesn't look at that. He looks at the inside. He doesn't look at your appearance. He knows what he can do through you. And um, okay, and then I'm gonna go uh, to. You know, God looks at us and He says, "You can't, but I can." God is the answer. Okay. No, old oh, brother Carl, you misspoke. I said God is the answer. Well, God has the answers. No, I said God is the answer. God is our source. He's not our resource, but He is our source. If we think of God as our source, then He will give you the resource. Now, I'm going to talk about my heart attack. Because um, God was my source when I had my heart attack. You know, I felt kind of woozy, and I fainted, and I woke up, and there was, of course, I was with a guy that I was working with and uh, doing a side job. And I woke up really hurting in pain, grabbing my, and rolling around, you know, on the ground. And the pain was just terrible, hurt. And so I said, God, help me. I didn't say, God, get the ambulance, get me to the hospital. I just said, God, help me. God is the source. So remember that God is the source. He is not the resource. Now, He can give you the resources, but God, you got to remember, God is all the source. We need to pray. We need to ask the Lord. Um, we need to just know that He is there. If we're willing to ask Him for help, He'll help us in everything we do. Now, he ain't going to give you something you can't do. No, that's not, that's not our Lord. Um, oh, I'm going to go down to, I'm going to read um, verse 13. But sir, no, but sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord with us, is, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the wonders that our Father told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into a hand of millions. Well, I wondered about that, you know, miracles. Do you, do you think that miracles still happen? You know, I do. I think there's miracles every day. And there might not be miracles 
so saying that you in the old days, but I still see miracles happen to us in every day. I've seen it in my heart attack. I've seen it in a stent that I had a couple years ago that I about died. I've seen it with my wife. I've seen it with my daughter my grandchildren. I see it in a lot of people. You have to look for, for the things to see them in your life. If your life, if you're going through a troubles or, or pain or suffering, you need to look you know, it's hard when you're going through suffering and pain. I mean, we have these questions, why is there evil, why is there suffering, you know, and so forth like that. But after that, you know, we got to look at it. I mean, God told me about after my heart attack, I thought, well, you know, was that a blessing? And I said, yeah, it was a blessing. At the time, it wasn't a blessing to me, but after, it was a blessing. Because it taught me to stop. You know, he's in control. Don't worry, I was worrying about this and that. You know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to... Um, I just wanted to do different things, you know, I need new tires, the car, just all our worries will get combined and just take over us. Mm -hmm. So, and he told me, just stop, stop what you're doing, you know, and I'm in control, and, you know, um, I'll lead you, you know, and God will lead us. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to jump up just a little bit to, um, to Gideon, to uh, you know, I have, he after I read, well, I read the last one. The Lord answered, "I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites together." Okay. Well, they Gideon went along, and he gave sacrifices and so forth. And then he comes up, and I'm going to go to um, 36. And we probably all, we all know this. Gideon said to God, "If you will save Israel by my hands, as you have promised, look." I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is a dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand. As you said, and the next day, and that it was happened, and that it is what happened. Gideon rose early next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew. A bowl full, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said, and Gideon's going to ask him to do it again. You know, but this is to me this is kind of testing God, but then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. This time make the fleece dry and the ground covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. Well, um no, God showed him who he was. He he displayed um his power, his character through doing this, so Gideon would see, and I think he can do that with us. You know, he can he, he can do it with us, and he does do it. Um, then we jump down and with Gideon, and we're going through. Uh, um, you know, he jumps down here, and it says, you know, the Midianites they have like 130,000 guys, you know, army, and you know, Gideon has 30,000, and so God says that's too much. So God says. Tell them who's afraid. And 22,000 of them took off because they were afraid. So they had 10,000 or 8,000. And God says, well, take them down to the water and see who laps up the water like a dog. And those will be your men to take. So he, go, he takes them down there and Gideon's praying, come on, everybody lap it up, you know, so he can have more men. Well, it comes out he only gets 300 people. Well, 300 people is all I needed. He didn't even need that. So he goes down, and before he goes down, God takes, God tells him to take a torch, clay pots, and um, 
Trump. and trumpet. And um, so he, you know, he goes down there. They all go down there and they get these clay pots and, and they smash them, hit them, and they blow their trumpet. And all the men just of uh, uh, Minneites, they just hundred thirty thousand turn on themselves and kill themselves. You know, why does why didn't just God go down there and do that? Why didn't he just take care of it instead of having Gideon do it? Mm -hmm. You know, I think God wants the interaction with us. He wants to He wants to show us that you know He is God and He wants the glory, but He wants us to be part of part of Him. You know, and that's what we are. You know, and so I think um, this lesson of Gideon. It teaches us, you know, that we can be strong in Jesus. You know, if we ask Him, we can get help. Um, you know, God does. He does help us when we do when we, we do what He asks us to do. Sometimes, you know, Satan gets in the way, and he he will tell us. You know, he'll whisper in our ear. You know, and I know many times I've been out, and I I'm walking. You know, and I see some old people and I sit, you know, I talk to them maybe in a car, or I see them walking, you know, and I think about saying to, something to them, you know, about witnessing to them, and then I say kids into me sometimes and says, oh, they're older, they're 65, 70, they already know. You know, they, they've been on the service that long, they should know, mm -hmm. you know, or a young person, you know, you know, a young person might have, you know, these kids wear, you know, purple hair and so forth and mm -hmm. earrings and everything. You might think that they don't, you know, they won't listen to you, they won't care, you know, but you know, if I do know that I don't have nothing to be afraid of, and you shouldn't have nothing to be afraid of going out witnessing and telling people about God, because God will give you the words. He won't let you do it if you didn't think you could do it. He wants you to go out there and, and help get these people to, you know, uh, help them get saved. And, and But I, I just want to say that, you know, that when this lesson on Gideon really teaches us, and I think you should read the whole thing when you go home. Sometimes we've got to read it over and over. You know, I read it over and over, and I still forget. <laughs> you know, but I really do believe that if you... And it's, it's, you know, Gideon, you know, and Moses. Moses, he was kind of inadequate. You know, he, back in Exodus, he, he didn't know, you know, well, I can't speak very well, I'll get my brother. You know, can I, I can, you know, so when we're inadequate, sometimes... Um, we just need to realize that yes, we're inadequate, but God can—he can do it. We can't, but God can. God can help you go to college. You know, he can help you um, start a business. He can help your business grow. You know, we can't, but He can. You know, and that's the whole thing. Remember, you can't, but He can. And if there's something that you need to do, you need to pray about it, ask the Lord, and just seek everything you can. You know, to know that that you can do what the Lord asks us to do. You know, many times I ask the Lord to, you know, to do things for me, and and sometimes He does, and sometimes He don't, and sometimes, you know, He asks me, and sometimes I don't do it for Him. And after I think the trials that I've gone through has has teached me to go ahead and and do these things for the Lord. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. The Lord is with us. You know. Um, it said here in, in Gideon, um, right here, I, I had it marked in my Bible here. It says, um, let me just find it here. Um, if I can find it now.
Anyways, I, I don't know where, what I did with it, but um, there's something in there that says God is um, with you, you know, and God, God um, will take care of us. He will take care of us. But that's my message tonight. I know, you know, I'm just amateur. <laughs> um, God, God will help us, you know, so I just want to pray tonight. Um, let's pray. I thank you, Lord, for this message. I thank you for helping me um, say the words I needed to say. I hope and I pray for the people here that they will see how you work in Gideon's life and other people's life in the Bible as King David also and Moses. Let them know that, you know, that they are somebody, that they, they, they don't have to be a superstar, do they, do they, Lord? They can do whatever you ask him to do because you're with us. I praise your name. I, I thank you for your peace and your joy that you give us every day and your mercy and your grace. And I thank you for uh, everybody being here tonight. And I thank you for giving me this chance. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you. Thanks, girl. Um, Janice, uh, I don't know if you